this week's episode. If you are new here, thank you so much for watching and welcome. And if you are actually watching this episode today, welcome to this new space. Um, we are in a sort of studio style space today, studio slash office space. Um, it's in my uh, apartment community, actually. I live in a really big community. I didn't know that this was even here. So we discovered this and I was like, why not? Um, record here today. It is a shared space, so hopefully we don't run into any audio issues, but um, she's getting very aesthetic, so that might be reason enough to come record here again. Um, so welcome to the new space. Um, today we are going to be talking all about identity and what that means, why we identify with certain things, and how to let go of an identity that maybe we want to shift forward from, um, maybe an identity that we've held our entire lives and we don't want to have that identity anymore, or why do we even identify as a certain identity? What is that even? So we're going to get all into that today, and I'm really passionate to actually talk about this because I feel like I'm at that stage in life where um, this is a big question for me and something I really ponder a lot. Um, if you've been watching me for a little while now, I'm sure you've gathered that I am a ponderer, <laughs> if that's a word. Um, I am someone that likes to kind of go on these like little inquisitive journeys with myself. And that's why I love doing this podcast, because instead of just doing it by myself, I get to record it and make it sort of a, an artistic venture. So um, by the way, it is the lighting is probably going to change if you're watching this a lot because the sun is setting. I wanted to wait until the space was kind of cleared out more so that I'm not disturbing people because the walls are um, pretty thin and you can hear um, conversations pretty well. So I just didn't want to disturb anybody. So um, my energy seems a little bit lower. It is later in the day, so bear with me. Um, but I'm I'm just feeling called to record today, so we're going to go for it. So as I was saying, um, identity is something that I've been pondering for a while, especially in my early 20s. Now being right in the middle of my 20s, I feel like I'm really getting to a solid spot where, um, you know, I jinx myself. I say solid and then I might be having an identity crisis in like a week from now, but I do feel like I'm in quite a solid spot um, where I don't really question my identity anymore just because my um, my definition of identity has really, really changed. And so before we get into our whole spiel, I want to read, um, it's a quote, and it's um, from the cover of a journal. So that's why I kind of said that apprehensively, because I'm not entirely sure if it's a quote, but it seems like it is. Um, this is a journal I saw at Target. Um, so if you run into this, uh, I'm actually, I I wish I did buy it, but you know, your girl does not need another journal. So I put it down, you know, proud of myself. Um, but this is what the cover of the journal says. It says, finding yourself is not really how it works. You aren't a $10 bill in last winter's coat pocket. You are also not lost. Your true self is right there, buried under con cultural conditioning other people's opinions, and inaccurate conclusions you drew as a kid that became your beliefs about who you are. Finding yourself is actually returning to yourself, an unlearning, an excavation, a remembering who you were before the world got its hands on you. And I thought that was so beautifully written, so much more artistic than I could ever put it in words. You know, I like to think of myself as a good speaker, but sometimes I just can't really 
put my finger on what I'm trying to say and this just said it so beautifully of what finding yourself means and I know I've made a video about how finding yourself is a cliche but that was very rambly and that's why we're filming this today because I want to be a little bit more concrete in um, the idea of identity specifically um, so I love how that said how this points out that it's returning to yourself, an unlearning, an excavation, remembering who you were before the world got its hands on you. That is the part that sticks out the most to me because what I've discovered as I, you know, go through phases in life and um, I'm really at this stage of acceptance and feeling into my core what feels right, what doesn't feel right, is that who I was as a child is who I am now and <laughs> I know that might sound really obvious and like well duh who you were as a child is who you are now but you know you shift so much and there are things about you that maybe when you were younger or you were in high school or your early 20s or whatever you you change these behaviors right and you learn things about yourself that you want to change but your core who you genuinely are your temperament, I believe, is part of your core. And this is an area where I think we don't ever fully, fully understand our core. I don't think we ever get to a point of genuinely, fully understanding ourselves, of our, our true self. I believe it's just too difficult for our brains to, to fathom the depth of that because it is just an energy at your core. Your core is the vibration of the universe. It is the energy of life. And I don't think we ever get to maybe in a sober state ever really, really, really experience that unless we are in full presence. It feels like the closest we get to that is when we are fully present, when you just truly feel the moment. That's when it feels like we get to the truth of what our core is but you know day to day I think when we think about our core we think about our personality our temperament we think about um, things we like and we don't like characteristics about ourselves but in reality that's not what the true self is the true self is your being your essence and these are all maybe very abstract words but when you really really take the time to think about them um, you can pinpoint certain things about yourself that you know better than others and maybe your actions do speak loudly and show that you are that person but maybe they don't and it's maybe something that only you know about yourself and so when I talk about my identity I think a lot about who am I outside of what I do what I quote unquote do maybe as a job or as a person in my relationships I, I think about who is my identity outside of these labels that we create for ourselves or that society creates for us? And I realized it has, you know, ideally we, I think we're all trying to correlate our careers and our, our purpose in life with what we think our core is. So I know I talk about this a lot, but it's just, it has a lot to do with my identity is I went after and pursued the medical field for a while because I thought I'm someone that really loves to help people. I'm someone that really loves to give and I feel fulfilled helping another human being. And that feels like it should be my contribution to the world. Um, so that felt like a career that was very aligned with that. 
And I'm not saying that it's not. I just think we get to a point where we kind of extend and branch out our scope of awareness on on what it truly means to feel aligned. Um, and I've realized I'm so many things other than the person that wants to give and help. And, and what does helping really mean? And who I am, at least, outside of what I do, you know, career-wise and and relationship-wise and the type of, even outside of the type of person I am, I realize I am love at its core. I want to embody it in so many ways. And I want to, obviously, we all want to receive it, right? But it's not going to come to you unless you are already exuding that from yourself and once you realize that oh I'm getting a good idea for another um, podcast topic I would love to do one on love (laughs) if you guys think that would be interesting please let me know I would love to do uh, a sit down talk on love this is something me and my best friend actually talk about a lot it's been um, maybe I'll do it with her actually yeah, that would be great. Okay. If you're listening to this, um, we need to schedule that. Okay. So anyways, I was talking about exuding love. Yeah. So (laughs) once you realize that there is no external factor that can give you the love that you're seeking outside of yourself. And I know that this sounds cliche and it's something that, you know, it's like such a saying that is told to you over and over again, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. But I think you really need to think about what that genuinely means. It's not, you know, doing a 12 step skincare routine and taking a bubble bath and taking yourself out to eat like though that is all part of it. But what it really is at the core is loving every single part of yourself, the ugly parts and, and realizing that there is no, the ugliness is also beautiful. And that's what makes it beautiful, that it's so ugly and it's so raw and it's so human. I'm going to divert from that because I don't want this one to be about love. And like I said, I would love to do another separate talk specifically, excuse me, on, um, on love. But that's what I've really realized I am at my core. My identity, um, or at least a part of it, is this energy. And I think we all harbor a different type of energy. You know, I, I think we all also decide to surround ourselves with an energy that we need or like or want to be more like. And we decide to remove ourselves or hopefully we decide to remove ourselves from energy that doesn't serve us, that doesn't help us grow, that doesn't, that isn't kind, that isn't helping us move forward and, and be the best versions of ourselves. And <clears throat> that all comes with learning our boundaries as well and learning how to speak them. Um, And it's just such an interesting topic to me. I'm sorry. There's so many thoughts coming up and it's just like, what really is identity? So is it something that we choose? Is it temperament? Is it something that we change over time? Is it something we saw growing up as a child? Is it, um, ways that we decided to be because of role models in our lives, because of figures that we looked up to? Is, is it, or is it just something you innately are, you know, and this is a question I love to debate with other people too, because I feel like everyone has a different stance. My stance is 
identity in the way we talk about it, right? Just culturally, maybe outside of um, sort of the spiritual community is it seems like we associate identity with personality. And if we're going to do that, it really seems like then you're just saying, what is personality? (laughs) And in my mind or in my perspective, personality is just you deciding the type of person you want to be. So even me, you know, the, the, the way I view myself, you know, as someone that wants to give, wants to love, wants to be humble, wants to be kind, um, wants to feel aligned, wants to connect more with the earth, wants to connect with um, my friends and my family and people I love. Um, that is still an identity that I'm clinging to because I think it's a good thing to do, <laughs> right? I think we um, we go after certain traits or we try to become more or less of a person of a certain type of person because we think it's a quote-unquote good thing to be or good thing to do when in reality I don't think there is necessarily a bad or good way to be Um, my view is just don't hurt other people don't harm people with your intentions have good intentions and at the end of the day I think that's all that matters and we overcomplicate it a lot and so again the quote that says rediscovering who you are is actually a dismantling of who you've been what does this mean to me um I think a lot about high school when I think of of dismantling of who you've been just because it's such a tender age um and it's just a time in our lives where we really are trying to kind of play the roles and figure out who we want to be and then that kind of starts to play into our into our adult life Um, but the funny thing is then you sort of reach an age and I don't think it's like there's a concrete age for this to happen, but, um, you start to realize that who you've been being (laughs) is someone that you told yourself you should be, or someone else told you you should be a long time ago. And maybe that's not the case for everyone. This is just the case for me. There's certain things I've realized I've, um, believed, said, done, behaved a certain way because I thought that was the right thing to do. Um, And in reality, it wasn't aligned with who I want to be at all. It was just what maybe seemed cool at the time. And, you know, that's a huge thing in high school of you want to fit in so badly. Um, Me in high school, I... (laughs) I definitely, I really wanted to be cool. I really wanted to be popular, um, but I definitely wasn't. (laughs) And that's okay because I just, you just realize how, how that, you know, in reality that does transpire into your, transpire? Is that a word? (laughs) I don't know. It does shift into your adult life. my early 20s, I found myself still seeking a lot of that validation that I was seeking in high school of wanting people to like me, wanting to have the right amount of friends, wanting to be more social. Um, This was hard for me in college because I went to a university that really didn't um, have that social aspect that I was maybe looking for, or maybe I just didn't put myself out there in the way that I could have and made more connections with people. Um, 
but I just didn't go to the kind of university that was like a typical college experience. We didn't really have parties and get togethers and things like that. It was a very um, conservative environment. Um, so that wanting to, that seeking of validation was heightened even more when I was in college because I thought maybe I was going to get it there because, you know, it's less clicky and there's more opportunity to kind of branch out and meet different people than high school. I also went to a really small high school, um, and I didn't get that there either. And so I like found myself really thinking like, am I going to get, am I going to get that experience, you know, of, of having like that big social group and like fitting in and and then I was just like oh who fucking cares like this doesn't this it's not even what makes me happy you know I I dabbled I guess if you could say dabbled in going out and kind of like trying to get more into like I don't even want to say the party scene because it wasn't really the party scene it just you know trying to have more of that social environment of um, you know, this is what would make me happy is having more of that type of energy in my life. Um, and realizing I really wasn't happy in those in those situations, I really didn't feel any better, even though I was, um, quote, unquote, fitting in, and I was accepted in, in a larger group. And um, it was like being with like, uh, being in a more, I guess, cool environment. I don't know, it sounds so it, it, it sounds really childish when I talk about it, but it's, I think it's something we all have experienced in one way or another, you know, the wanting to fit in, the wanting validation and approval. And this comes from so many different avenues in our lives. It comes from our families. It comes from friends. It comes from social groups. It comes from wanting to excel academically. Um, so once I realized my identity wasn't really, um, in that where I wasn't going to find who I was <laughs> by um, having those types of experiences that I thought I needed where it was like, okay, maybe if I'm more in these types of social groups, then I'll have a stronger hold on my identity. Um, once I realized it wasn't that, then I thought it was academics, right? So I really tried to ex excel in academics. I always was like pushing and pushing and pushing the the line on how far I could go academically and how many classes I could take at one time and how many strenuous things I could do at one time I was like a full-time student and also full-time working as an EMT I was just absolutely killing myself because I thought that was going to give me the validation that I needed the feeling of fulfillment that I was whole and that I was an achieved successful person because I'd done all these things um and then I realized that wasn't giving me it either. So then I just went through sort of a, a dark night of the soul experience of just feeling like I was losing myself and I had no grip on what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be, who I was at that moment even. I was just like questioning every single decision I'd ever made in my life and questioning where I wanted to go from here and still following the same path but knowing it didn't feel aligned but not questioning it because I not that I wasn't questioning it not going against it because in my mind I was thinking well this is part of the journey this is part of the pain and while it is part of the pain part of the pain I do believe is questioning and you know going over these questions in your mind and really wrestling with yourself and coming to the core answer um, I do believe a lot of it is also realizing, does it feel aligned? And 
this is something that I I don't know if practice is the right word, but for me, it's been feeling into my gut more, feeling what feels right, trusting myself, sensing what I'm really feeling when I make a decision. What is my body telling me? And this is something that I think just becomes more and more clear over time. And I don't think there's any right way to you know, sense for this. I think it's just, you just practice feeling and sensing what your body is telling you and making the decision to trust it and not have, you know, while you, you know, have friends and family and people you consult on um, decisions you're making, at the end of the day, you're going with what feels truest to you. And no one can tell you if it's the right decision, even yourself. You can't, no one can tell you, you, you yourself don't know if it's the right decision. Sometimes I've made a lot of decisions that, um, I didn't know if it was the right one. And, and in the long run, maybe something didn't work out, but at the end of the day, I don't think there is any wrong decisions. I think every decision you make is what was meant to happen, whatever is meant to happen will happen. I genuinely believe that. And so if you think you're making a wrong decision, this is for anyone going through something right now where they genuinely don't know what to do, go with what your gut is telling you. And I know everyone says to do this, but it is so true. Just go with what your gut is telling you to do and it will lead you to the right place. Maybe it doesn't work out. That's fine. It just means that it wasn't for you, but it was the right decision because you learn something from making that decision. You learn something from the mistake. And I don't, I hate to say the word mistake. I don't think anything is a mistake. I think everything teaches us something. Everything happens for a reason. And, or maybe it doesn't happen for a reason in the exact moment. I'm not saying that in a romantic sense when I say that of like everything is predestined and everything happens for a reason. No, I'm not saying it in that way. I'm saying it in the sense of, after you make a decision and maybe something doesn't work out, or maybe you didn't make a decision, maybe just something happened to you in life and it didn't work out or something painful happened to you. Trust me, I've been there and I know in the moment you really don't understand why this is happening to you. But later down the line you do because it's a Steve, it's like a um it's a Steve Jobs quote. He says, you can't connect the dots moving forward. You can only connect them moving backwards. And if you keep that in mind, you will always have the confidence that I maybe don't know where this is going right now in this very moment, but looking back, I will. There is something that's going to happen to me in the future for me that is going to make sense as to why I didn't get that thing or why that thing didn't work out. And so keep that in mind and have faith and have hope for yourself and have determination. Always get back up after you fall. And if you attach yourself to a certain identity, I think this is where we can lose track and focus really quickly because um, attachment seems like a, a, a barrier to growth. So identity at its core almost seems like an attachment to what has been and an unwillingness to move forward and I'm not saying identity is a bad thing I just think when we 
are so strict with ourselves. We're like, no, I'm not that type of person that does that type of thing, that type of job that doesn't make sense with me. And you don't open yourself up to those experiences, those things that may come in your life. And you have no idea what it could be bringing into your life, maybe something absolutely amazing, but you're so rigid in your thinking that you can't be multifaceted. That is where you put these unnecessary barriers on yourself just allow yourself to explore allow yourself to entertain ideas and be someone that can be curious you know this life has so many things that you can entertain and allow yourself that flexibility and that freedom to do that there are I know I have so many quotes coming out on me right now but and it's so true though the only limitations you have are the ones you believe and so don't constrict yourself to a certain type of identity. I think it's really cool and really fun to have a certain identity, but also realize that identity can fluctuate and it can shift and it can have it can have so many meanings for you. And maybe for a couple years, you were this type of person. And in, the, in, the, in a few years, you're this type of person. And that is okay. I think we're told you have to be this type of way and this type of person. And it becomes confusing when someone is like, you know, when we say shifting shifts in identity, this doesn't mean like you're just overnight a different person. It just means that there's fluctuations. Identity can be a gradient. And so I think we need to allow ourselves the open-mindedness to entertain that, to realize that human beings are complex. We are not one certain type of way all the time. And that is who we are. And, you know, I, the first thing I thought of was like, oh, if you're like, miss corporate you can't also be like a hippie or if you're a hippie you can't also be interested in like what does that even mean like even these labels they they seem like they seem just fake and pre-constructed to me and (laughs) I'm just that type of person that hates like these rigid boxes that I feel like society sometimes makes us believe are are true and you have to fit in them no you can be whoever you want to be and um, if that means clinging to a certain type of identity, then that's fine. I just think it's more beneficial to allow yourself to experience the shifts in identity if that does come up. If you don't feel like you resonate with being this type of person anymore, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And this is something I struggled with for a long time of just feeling like I needed to stick to being a certain way. And I realized I'm actually not that way at all. I just have been acting this way or behaving this way because I was told that this is the right way to be, that this is how you are a good person, um, that, you know, this is how you were raised. And I just let go of all of that. And once you do that, you realize, who am I outside of all these things I thought I was? Who am I outside of this career that I've built? Who am I outside of this job I've always wanted to have? Outside of this relationship with this partner, outside of this friendship that I've had for years? Who am I at my core? And this is such an individual question and something you can only answer for yourself. And to me, it's fun to entertain these questions. I, I don't think it should be a really pressing, stressful thing. And I also don't think it's something you have to come to a hard set conclusion about. I think it's something that you can entertain and again, fluctuate in your answers and 
that is okay. I think allowing yourself the flexibility and the freedom to roam and experience all of this and whew, there's just a lot. <laughs> there's emotions coming out of me today. I'm like, I'm feeling very, um, just very inspired, very free, very curious and creative and artistic and explorative. And um, like I said, that this, so that, that is my identity right now is <laughs> being that person that wants to explore and dabble and change and grow and evolve and that is where I am at right now and I don't think I'll always be here or maybe I will and I'm just allowing myself that 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 space to be like that's fine that's okay you know you don't have to have that answer and you know am I still probably going to question it absolutely like I think next week I'll probably be like what the fuck am I doing with my life like you need to figure out what you really, really, really want to do. <laughs> and most of the time now, though, I'm really not questioning that anymore because I feel like I have solidified a lot of my core, a lot of who I want to be and am in this moment, who I'm embodying, the type of woman I want to be. I want to be someone that other people feel good to be around and that has these fulfilling relationships in my life, in her life, and wants to contribute, wants to grow. That is my priority right now. And I will just allow the career to align itself with that type of person. Instead of chasing the career, now just seeing what transpires, what progresses, what comes forward, and what can I, what does it feel aligned? And does that mean I shouldn't try it? No, I mean, I, I will try it. And if it doesn't feel aligned, I will say, okay, this isn't for me anymore, which is what I've been doing so far for like the past year of my life. And it's just not the way I've been for most of my life. And so this is a new experience for me, but it's so eye-opening and it's so freeing and it just brings you into your power and brings you into yourself and you just stop questioning the, the questions just kind of start to disappear because every time it comes up, you're like, no, I, I know who I am. I know that I am enough without having to know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> so when I say knowing who I am, I mean, in terms of, I know who I want to be. And I'm, embodying that now as I move forward maybe I'm not perfect in all these areas and but I also know I never will be and that is I I already know that I've arrived knowing that you've already arrived you're already here you're already there <laughs> I'm saying this to whoever is feeling like you need that thing in your life to make you feel like I made it you already made it <laughs> just realize you're here and if there's a circumstance that you want to change an area of your life you're not happy with and you want to improve on you have the capability to maybe you don't have the means to or the resources to maybe you don't have the exact money or living situation or whatever to but just take that small first step to get there. Just the smallest first step. We, we all are able to take at least one small step towards 
towards whatever that end goal is. It doesn't need to be like a laundry list of things to do to get there. Just take one single step at a time and you will get there. And I say this with so much confidence because I realize even though I'm not at my end goal of, I don't have an end goal. I want to continue to have new goals all the time. And so I say that because any goal I have accomplished so far, it's been from taking the small baby steps, from taking one step at a time, one day at a time. And have I achieved goals without that mentality? Yes, I absolutely have. But was it as fulfilling as just taking my time to enjoy the journey to get there? No, 100% it wasn't because all I was thinking about was I'm not going to be happy until I'm I have that thing that is aligned with my identity. And once I let go of that and just started going after things because they genuinely made me happy and said, fuck, thinking about just getting there and thinking about the journey instead of the destination, it's just become so much more fulfilling. And so I will leave you with that today. I think this one was a shorter one, but hopefully a sweeter one. I just wanted to come on here and kind of let it flow. Again, I didn't have a plan today for kind of how to set myself up for this, but I just come on here and I hope you guys can appreciate that I just kind of let it flow and hopefully it speaks to you. If it doesn't, then I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope that it does. Um, and if you could leave me feedback, I really, really appreciate that and know how much I'm enjoying this. And thank you so much to anyone that reaches out to me and says they listened to my episode or really enjoyed my episode or um, found some nugget in there that spoke to them that means so 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 much to me you have no idea like how much it means to me that you would sit and listen to me talk and just also know how much of a passion project this is for me I absolutely love doing this um, and so if my rambles can give you some sort of little nugget for the day that means the absolute world to me. So <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me today. If you have any suggestions on topics you would like for me to go on a rant about, please let me know, shoot over some suggestions. I'd really appreciate it. And thank you so much again. I hope you're having a wonderful week wherever you are at, whatever you are doing, and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye.